Hello, friends, and welcome to the Resilient Leaders Podcast. Grateful to be with you all here on another episode. We are a growing number of leaders who are convinced that being resilient as a leader is not just a good idea. It's absolutely required. I'm J.R. Briggs, your podcast host and founder of Kairos Partnerships, an organization that exists to help leaders like you thrive. Well, I had a conversation with the leader a few weeks ago that I can't get out of my head. We were in a coaching session, and this leader expressed to me how he volunteered faithfully for his church. In fact, he's been serving his church in a behind-the-scenes capacity for years. Now, there's something you need to know about this leader. What this leader does during the week, Monday through Friday, he is highly capable. In fact, he charges several hundred dollars per hour to do the work that he's doing. He's humble. He doesn't want to get recognition for what he does. He's very mature, very wise. But he expressed to me that he was thinking about quitting his volunteer role. I assumed that maybe it was because his schedule was becoming too full, because he is a sought-after leader with lots of opportunities. In fact, many opportunities that um, he doesn't have time for. Like I said, he's full of wisdom and grace and humility, and he's really good at what he does. So assuming he was too busy, but I asked him, what would it take for you to stay in this role? And he paused for a long time, and he got choked up. And then he looked up, and he tried to say this with a a frog in his throat. He said, I think if the leader just said thank you to me, I would stay. Wow. If the leader just said thank you, I would stay. So we unpacked this heartfelt response. He said he's not doing this for his own glory. He's not doing this for attention. He's genuinely there to serve, but he felt unseen and unappreciated and uncared for. He felt like he was being taken for granted. Years of service oftentimes turning down lucrative business opportunities so he could devote his time to his church. He just wanted a simple thank you. The guy is valuable to his church's ministry. And what would keep him there is just a simple, free, heartfelt thank you from the leader of that ministry. That was it. Man, that story haunts me. How many other people Volunteers, employees, other leaders are longing for leaders to simply see what they are doing and to have someone express heartfelt appreciation. Who have I, in the midst of all my busyness to get things done, who have I overlooked that have been so crucial to what we have been doing? Where have I assumed that these people know that I appreciate them and that they're valuable to the team? And so I've been struck by this question. I know this isn't the only leader uh, that feels this way. I've been struck by this question, why don't more leaders express appreciation more often? The truth is, as leaders, we have so much going on. I never coach a leader, and no one on our team ever coaches a leader that says, I'm just kind of bored. I got so much time on my hands, I don't know what to do with it. No, it's the opposite. They say, I have too much that's required of me and not enough time. How do I prioritize? And so we've got so much going on. We're busy. There's so many moving parts and so many things that require our attention and to keep our eye on the ball. And we assume often, erroneously, that people feel appreciated. They say, you know, yeah, 
I'm sure they know I'm grateful for them. I'm sure they understand how their involvement helps advance the mission of what we're doing. They get a paycheck from me, right? But why don't we express more appreciation more often? And what can we do to ensure that we don't have a volunteer or an employee feel like this leader felt? A few simple reminders, and none of this is rocket science, you know this, but I want to give you five simple reminders when it comes to appreciating those and those that help us do what we do. Number one, don't assume people know that you appreciate them. Tell them. Now, some of you say, well, it's their job. They get paid to do this. Plus, it might go to their head. I go, man, we got to change our perspective if that's what we think. If we think a paycheck coming to them is the way that we express appreciation, yes, there's accountability. They got to get stuff done. A paycheck is accountability. It's not a thank you note. So be proactive and motivate people through appreciation, not just a job description. You do that. You express appreciation, not assuming that people know they're appreciated, and you go out of your way to express that. You will make people cry because it means so much to them. So number one, don't assume people know that you appreciate them. Number two, make it a regular rhythm of your week to say thank you to other people. Put a reminder on your calendar if you need to. Make it a habit. I have the privilege of coaching a Chick-fil-A operator who makes it his goal every single day. It's now a habit for him. Every single day, he texts two people to affirm them and thank them. Wow. What a habit. What a rhythm. And no wonder this Chick-fil-A operator, people love working for him. And he's killing it when it comes to Chick-fil-A. Number three, make it specific, make it personal. Make it specific, make it personal. Mass emails or texts that say to, you know, the whole team or all the volunteers, great job team, way to go. That's good. But people also assume that when leaders do that, that that's perfunctory, that they're kind of expected to do. That's kind of what you do. But if you were to be very specific and pulling someone aside and saying, Allie, I want you to know that I really appreciate your work here on this team. I was just thinking this morning how much your warmth, hospitality, And the generation of new ideas that you've brought to the team has helped us in the past year. Thank you for all you do for our team. You got to make it specific. You got to make it personal. Number four, don't just thank them. Don't just say, hey, thanks. Thanks for what you do. Help them see why their effort makes a difference and how it's helping you achieve the mission. Let me give you an example. You might say, Joe, you know that we've been working hard toward our goal this year to see 50 new clients, and we're well on our way toward that goal. Without you being a part of this goal, I don't think we'd even be close to that. And as we seek to serve our customers, I see that you're doing that because of what you're bringing specifically to the team each day, especially as you come in every morning engaged, hungry, and energized to give your full effort. I'm so grateful that you're part of this team, and I think that we'll hit our target because you bring your full effort and energy each day. And I just want you to know I'm so grateful. So don't just thank them. Help them see why their effort makes a difference and how it helps in achieving the mission. And then number five, be creative in how you say thanks. Be creative in how you say thanks. It could be text, could be an email, could be a phone call. 
and maybe looking someone in the eye and putting an arm on their shoulder and saying, thank you. It could be leaving a voice memo. It could be dropping a, ha- a card in the mail, a handwritten note slipped under someone's door, a shout out on social media, a recognition up front in your team meeting. There's one leader I work, one leader I work with. He makes up an award once a month and hands it out in front of the whole team just as a way of affirming someone on his team. In fact, in a world of email and texting being so ubiquitous, a handwritten note is so rare these days. It can be even more meaningful if you just take the time to sit down and write it out. It doesn't have to be long. It can be three sentences, but just make it personable and meaningful. Now, leaders, let's commit that we won't let anyone we lead feel unappreciated or underappreciated like the leader I was in a coaching session with. We should be thanking machines in the work that we do. No leader should go, and no leader goes anywhere all by themselves. No leader gets to where they are all by themselves. There are people around us, big and small, formally and informally, directly and indirectly, that have helped us get to where we are today. Make a list of the people around you who have helped you get to where you are, and then go through the list and thank them for it. Well, speaking of thanking, I want to thank you for joining me. And I'm really grateful that you tune in. I'm really grateful for the feedback that you provide. And most, I want to express, as I do at the end of each podcast, my deep appreciation for my friend and my colleague, Joel Limbowen, who produces every single episode, 210 episodes of this podcast, and still going. Joel does great work at the company that he started on a limb productions. He produces not just episodes of this podcast, he produces several other podcasts, but his main work he does is producing amazing videos. You want to see his videos? You can see the story that Joel helps tell of other people's organizations and ministries, churches, and businesses. You can check it out at onalimproductions.com or you can visit the show notes to learn more about what Joel does. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, we need to be thanking machines. Thank specifically, personally, proactively, frequently, and creatively. Because we should always thank the people who help us do what we do and help advance the mission that we have in front of us. Thank you and have a great day.